In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. You're very welcome to the Brendan Option, coming to you courtesy of Immaculata Productions. Uh, if you like our work, you might hit the subscribe button. Uh, maybe even support us on PayPal or Patreon, or come back to us with a comment. My name is Father Brendan Kilcoyne. Offer it up for the holy souls. Do you remember that? The young people probably won't. It was very common saying, if, if something happened to you, if, if you were hurt, if you stubbed your finger, uh, if something went wrong on you, whatever it was, offer it up for the holy souls. So who, who were these holy souls for whom things had to be offered up? Well, the holy souls were as much a concern to people as the foreign missions and uh, the African babies. These were all phrases that were bandied about uh, reminding people of the need to step out of oneself and give a dig out to those who are stuck. Now the interesting thing is that in Catholicism, in what Chesterton called the democracy of the dead, the dead have or may have just as much of a claim on our charity as the living. How come? A dead man can't ask you for food. He, he doesn't need it. He doesn't need drink. He doesn't need shelter. Why on earth? Why on earth would the dead need charity? And I don't. Please don't understand charity. It, it, it's terrible that that word has acquired a taint of condescension and snobbery and pity. Charity is one of the most beautiful words in the world. It's like duty. It is one of the most beautiful concepts in the world. Why have the dead a claim on your charity, which literally is on your love? Well, if they're in heaven, they don't need your charity. Right? They're, they're with God, eternally. They're, they're in bliss. They're blessed forever. If they're in hell, they wouldn't even ask for your charity. They'd spit on it. That's why they're in hell. Because they want to be in hell. Because of their choice against God. No. They need your charity because they're in neither. Because they're in that place, the Catholic theology, and we don't need to go into the details, Catholic theology came to call purgatory or as it was once called, I think, the refrigerarium. It was an inevitable theological reflection on God's mercy and on our sinfulness, but yet complexity. And what do I mean by that? I mean that the real Catholic villain, okay, outside of, of let's say, a Graham Greene novel uh, or something, uh, you may not meet too often. You know, the Catholic villain who is dedicated intentionally, believing in God and believing in mercy and yet rejecting them has with satanic decision, lucidity, persistence, rejected God. Now, such a beautiful Catholic villain, such an absolute, absolute peach of a Catholic villain, uh, these are not always so obvious, although... Uh, can I throw out one or two examples? Well, one of the classic ones is in the film of Graham Greene's novel, 
um, The Third Man, where Orson Welles plays Harry Lyme, the black market merchant and, and absolutely an unspeakably evil man. There's one, and, and in the recent series Fargo, there was one excellent villain, all right. In Game of Thrones, I suppose Littlefinger would probably be one of the great villains. Yeah. I think what I would focus on here is your ordinary five-eighths, as we say in Ireland. Your ordinary decent old skin. Now, decent old skins don't get to heaven. Not simply. Because you have to be a bit more than a decent old skin. But decent old skins, please God, don't go to hell. And by decent old skin, which is an Irish phrase for ach, a good chap, a decent bloke, son man, steady man, somebody who hasn't lived an evil life, somebody who hasn't rejected God, but yet hasn't lived a sufficiently virtuous life to go to God straight away. And the state on which that person enters is regarded as a temporal state involving space and time, and we call it purgatory, the place of purgation. We don't see it as a punishment. It's not a punishment. Sometimes, I mean, families would get very upset at the thought that the church would say that one of their members is in purgatory. Well, for a start, the church can't say that because it hasn't a clue, and it doesn't claim to have a clue. The Pope can't say it. A full general council of the church with the Pope at its head couldn't say it. We don't know. We don't know that somebody's in purgatory. We don't know that somebody's in hell. Sometimes the church will say that somebody's in heaven. That's called canonization. And we do believe that God will permit the church to do that, but their lives are studied with great care because they, that's, a, that's a huge permission that the church is given. I, I honestly think a lot of us are probably going to go to purgatory. I, d I don't mean to offend against God's mercy. I have no problem with God's mercy. I have a great problem with my inability and unwillingness to accept his mercy. That's where the problem is generally, not with God's mercy. That's where the problem is with people going to hell. Will I go to hell? I don't think so, but I might. I certainly wouldn't be, if I do, I wouldn't be the first priest there. I'm afraid. I'm afraid. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm afraid. But I don't think I will because I'm I'm too slippery. Now I'll repent at the last minute. And he let me in. This is the kind of God you're dealing with. Do you have any idea of how cracked he is about you? Do you have any idea of how cracked, how lunatic how absurd his generosity and hospitality are. His hospitality is murderous, as they say. Anyone can walk in off the road and sponge off him. Even a chancer like me. Even at the last minute. Remember the parable that Jesus Christ told about the labourer who comes in in the last hour? The others have worked all day, yet they all get paid the same. And when he's questioned on it, the landowner says, that was the deal. I said one drachma to you, I said one to him, or was it a denarius, I think it was a denarius, and, and you got your deal. It's none of your business what I give him. 
the souls in purgatory are still on the journey. They don't see God yet, clearly. They don't have the full beatific vision, but they have anticipation, they have joy, they have hope. But they're still on their journey. Purgatory is the greatest act of charity on the part of God. It is, it is his sublime generosity, his justice which goes beyond any human ability because it's allied to his omniscience and goodness. He sees perfectly the complexity of your mind. He understands your choice. And he does not damn you if you have not damned yourself, to put it crudely. So you pray for the holy souls. Why? Because they're decent old skins and they need a dig out. They need a bit of a hand. Can you mean back? Will you put your hand in your pocket? For goodness sake. Well, what's the matter with you? Are you evil? Be decent. Say a Hail Mary for them. Say in our Father, they can't pray for themselves. They can pray for you though. And if they're any if they have any sense, they won't, if you're going to be that stingy. Say a prayer for the holy souls this November. And don't be so bloody mean. Okay? Do you re have any idea that God's bank account is available to you? Has that dawned on you yet? You're like a rich heir that's living on an crazy allowance. Daddy will just pick up the bill. You have all these graces. I mean, would you share them? Might we expect an invitation to dinner anytime soon? The souls in purgatory need your help. And okay, you can say, oh well, why don't they go and get a, get a job? Okay. Why don't the souls in purgatory, why didn't they just look after themselves better? Why do I have to carry all these old souls in purgatory? Why do I have to bother with them? Losers. Wasters. Okay. Spiritual losers. Okay. Let them, let them get a job. Okay, that I have to be praying for them. Listen, I don't know if we need your particular brand of spiritual Thatcherism at the moment. Uh, impressive though it is in a certain slightly Jansenistic way. <laughs> I think perhaps we might stick with God's mercy. Okay, bit of celestial big government. Okay, I'm not a communist, but I do like big government and spiritual matters. Don't withhold what God is so God has poured all over you, okay? Pass it on. Dish, dish the goodies. Pray for the souls in purgatory this November. Get a few of them out of there. I mean, purgatory isn't punishment, but purgatory isn't heaven. Will you get them moving? Come on, get the traffic moving. Get things going. Say a prayer for the souls in purgatory. I mean, someday... You might be in purgatory, and then you'll be sorry. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.